0: On today's episode, we're breaking down the record-breaking Avengers Endgame trailer, Pixar is back to original movies with Onward, and the SAG Awards nominees have been announced. Let's get started.
1: This is Off The Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. everyone, and welcome again to another episode of the Off the Break podcast. I am the, uh, co- the host sitting in for today, Kyle, and I'm always joined by Eric. What's up,
0: man? I'm here. Cody's not, again. No, she got <laughs> she can't sick speak. again. She, well, she just... I mean, we can both attest to this. It, you don't want to hear her try and talk. It's I mean, it's it makes painful. me laugh, but... <laughs>
1: I feel bad, though, because it is pretty brutal. Like she's yeah. very I mean, she's fine. She just sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully she'll be back on Friday's podcast. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but we have a lot to discuss anyway today. Uh, first, we have to finally talk about the Avengers Endgame trailer. It, yeah. It announced uh, the official title, which I said earlier, Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it didn't really... Give us a whole lot, but yet it gave us exactly what we needed. I thought. Well, the
0: thing that we were talking about here in the office that we thought was interesting was I don't. I guess I don't know why this is what I assumed, but I kind of figured the trailer was gonna rely on a lot of like footage from the previous Marvel movies or even you know Infinity War, show all the people disappearing again or whatever. But the trailer is pretty much all new footage, um, which I I really liked. The it opens with Iron Man just kind of drifting alone in space without food, water, or oxygen. <laughs> you know, he's tra- about to die. <laughs> it's a very, very somber tone throughout the whole trailer. Very bleak. And especially the music choice or the kind of the the instrumentation was not what you would usually see in a Marvel trailer. So I yeah. I really appreciated that. Um but yeah, I mean what what were your initial thoughts? I... We, that was also the first time we saw the or we got the title. Yeah, I love
1: just about everything about this trailer. I mean like you said, like I thought that they probably would show like some repeat footage of mm-hmm. Infinity War, maybe the stuff that they uh, made specifically for their trailers, but wasn't put into the final film. Maybe they would do that again. Uh, but it looks like it's all new footage. But yet, it's not anything that's spoiler spoilery. But at the same time, like it does enough to give you little teases to what you can piece together what's about to come. Yeah. Um, I like that it was just the main focus of the trailer being Iron Man and Captain America, who have been like the leads in the MCU so far, sure. at least in my opinion, like their stories have affected all three phases of Marvel so far. And it yeah. seems like there's paths are about to finally cross together,
0: which is good. Cause I mean, understandably because of how huge the cast was, but we didn't really get a whole lot of Captain America in infinity war oh, compared yeah. to the other, yeah. other characters. That Definitely. Were
1: but I think th- they're going to make up for it in oh, end game, yeah. which I love the title for it, by the mm-hmm. way, I think,
0: no, I guess, it makes that, you, you know, everybody's sense. going over in their heads of every, you know big fandoms like this people are always speculating and people are like ooh what's it gonna be there are rumors Annihilation Secret Wars Annihilation was the big rumor and then Secret Wars
1: Disassembled I heard that one Avengers Disassembled I thought would be one
0: um but yeah uh, Endgame I like it um I think people kinda of made it a way bigger deal than it needed to be just, Oh, what's it gonna be called? What's it gonna be called? Yeah, but, and
1: even, even Kevin Feige has admitted that was kind of yeah. <laughs> a backfire on their part, which I, mean, I which I understand. In this
0: day and age, anything anything that people think has like a is trying to be locked behind, behind lock and key, you mm-hmm. know, they're gonna they're gonna put on their tinfoil hats and start theorizing. Yeah. I anything mean, and everything.
1: I mean, even after this trailer, there is so many theories going around to like, what are these arcs going to be, or well, how are these characters going to appear, and this and that. And I mean, yeah, they're going to put on the tinfoil hats, and it can get out of hand. <laughs> yeah. But also, it's just a lot of fun too. Like that's the whole oh, it's point. it's probably behind. at least
0: half, if not more, of the whole enjoyment of these movies is the you know the time in between speculating, theorizing how it's going to connect to the next one. And, but I'm I mean I'm just mostly excited. For if if that tone that they establish in that trailer is kind of the tone they go for in this movie, I'm I'm really gonna be a fan of that because
1: yeah, I think I will too. And and I mean, I'm always a fan of uh, the tone that Marvel always brings, for the most part. I mean, there's a mm-hmm. few moments where it can get a little old real fast, but I think if it goes from uh, being very bleak in the beginning to finally having that hurrah triumphant yeah. moment at the end, I think that can be. Uh, perfect for endgame
0: because i mean infinity war people talk about it being really dark and bleak but i would say that's really only the case there in like the very very end you know when when Thanos wins yeah which is definitely very bleak but uh the movie itself at least to me had more of like just uh you know impending showdown you know Mm -hmm. just this very the stakes have never been high you know Which we've seen before in other Marvel movies, just obviously not to that level. But this one, it kind of just seems like, you know, everybody doesn't really believe that they have a chance, but what can they do? They got to do something. And again, like it's been said a million times before, this is a lot of the original Avengers is like last movie, supposedly their contracts are up. so. Mm -hmm cue speculation on who's going to die and how and <laughs> I don't know I just I I'm thinking that this could be a really good send-off for them.
1: I think it will too. And I especially have that trust not only with Fiky but as well with the Russo brothers. Like oh, yeah. they've handled so many of these projects so far that I think it'll be a great end game for yeah. this history of the MCU.
0: And again, m- more speculation, but because so many of the people are Temporarily dead. Yeah. Um. The cast is going to be, I feel like, a lot smaller and a lot more manageable. Oh, it's so going to be each the OGs. of the, Yeah, each of the Avengers are going to get a lot more screen time, time to flesh out their final character arcs, mm-hmm. and you know we'll just be able to follow them together instead of bouncing back and forth between all these things.
1: Yeah, which could be a which was kind of a problem for some people with Infinity War. It worked fine for me just because of all I the think history Infinity, that we. Yeah, had,
0: Infinity work. Infinity War works fine. If you've seen all the movies. If yeah. it's if it's like if you've never seen a Marvel movie and you try and jump in to that, there's gonna be I trouble. just don't think it works. It does it is it does not work as a standalone movie. But who Something, knows? Maybe this one, you know, will because maybe it won't. Who knows? <laughs> uh I'm just I'm I was really excited with that trailer. I liked it a lot.
1: Me too. Uh one final note. I found it a little interesting that uh, They d- barely showed anything about Thanos, and they sh- barely showed anything about Captain Marvel, especially with yep. the Captain Marvel trailer.
0: I don't even think they teased Captain Marvel at all.
1: Exactly, they? yeah. That's, and not so, even a
0: hint of like her suit flying in the sky mm-hmm. or, or anything. Or like a
1: one-liner from hers. And I found that a little bit interesting, especially with Thanos being such a fan-favorite villain yeah. now in the MCU and Captain Marvel coming before that. I don't know. Uh, do you, have any worries about that or do you think it's just all part of the mystery i
0: hope that captain marvel doesn't end up being like a really bad deus ex machina like like coming in at the very end of the movie you know saving everything yeah if it's gonna work if if it's gonna work having her come in and being an integral part of their plan to you know reverse whatever thanos did it's gonna be a tricky thing to nail because they're gonna have to they're gonna have to introduce her i feel like pretty relatively early into the movie Mm -hmm. um and give her also screen time and kind of give her a purpose other than just Oop, here's Captain Marvel to save the day at the end. Because I yeah. feel like that would be very anticlimactic for I, as huge I as the stakes are in this movie. Mm-hmm. So it is. it was curious that they didn't show her, but they were probably like, yo, we just dropped a Captain Marvel trailer days ago. Let's, you know, let's just let this be about, you know, the people who we're, we're going to be saying goodbye to. True.
1: And there also could be just such big scenes with her that they didn't want to risk showing it as well. So yeah. Maybe the same with Thanos too.
0: Yeah, you know. Yeah, we only really saw his hand brushing through the grass or mm. whatever.
1: Impact is still there, though. Uh, yeah. Quick, it's now the this trailer now is the highest viewed. Oh yeah, trailer of all yeah, time. There's
0: no way it wasn't going to be. It was like <laughs> 290, 289 million views in 24 mm. hours or something, which is quite a big, quite a bit more than the yeah. previous record holder. Which was <laughs> Infinity War, right? That had like 230 million or mm-hmm. something. So yeah, it jumped up a lot. Uh, Good for it. Yeah, I mean people. People love people this have been property. It makes me wonder if Endgame's going to be like when it actually comes out, if uh, box office performance wise, it's going to be even bigger than Infinity War, That's which is true. hard to imagine. But you know, I I never doubt the fandoms of these things. People will turn out
1: yeah i i don't know if he'll jump over infinity war i almost am hesitant of it just because
0: well yeah because the thing that i wonder because
1: that's such a difficult thing to do
0: because historically you know trilogies or series the second one always tends to make less than the first one in total like all things considered at the end of its run but this one's very much a part one part two kind of thing so it's not
1: well, it's about to be called Part One or yeah. Two. Uh <laughs>
0: it's not technically a sequel, but I wonder you know, if if everybody who saw the first one is gonna come back and see this one because Infinity War was very much one of those big event kind of things where people who don't even who maybe don't even typically go to this, these kind of movies, they're like, Well, you know, it's a thing to see right Everyone now. Everyone else is I, going. I can't escape it. I might as well figure out what everybody's talking about. And so I wonder if a lot of those people are going to sit this one out, saying like, "Yeah, I saw the first one; it was okay," you know. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to think of all the different factors that could play into whether or not this one um, meets or exceeds Infinity War. Yeah, which is a huge number. So exactly. I don't know. If I mean, it it's still
1: going to be a huge number, but will it get to the Infinity War number itself? Yeah. <laughs> We'll have to wait and see for sure. Mm-hmm. But it all looks promising by, by based on the numbers for yeah. this trailer for sure. And uh, just a little bit um, of a jumping off point from Avengers. We just heard that a couple of days ago that the Doctor Strange director, Scott um, – oh, I'm speaking on his last Scott name Derrickson? now. Yeah, Scott Derrickson? Yes, Scott – I just have it now. Scott Derrickson is yeah. returning for a Doctor Strange sequel. Yeah.
0: So – he'll probably be coming back I like it <laughs> I like it yeah <laughs> he's yeah he's probably not dead um I like it when they can keep the same director around for uh these Marvel movies yeah because obviously you know they must have had a good working relationship or you know because I think that the spider-man homecoming directors returning for far from home also right. the obviously the Russo brothers have mm-hmm. done you know the captain uh winter soldier and Civil War and these two Avengers movies. Plus, before
1: that, Avengers 1 and 2, they had a great working relationship with Feige for a while. Yeah. Well, no, until it's, after Avengers 2. It's but... just cool
0: that, you know, these things that um, I feel like a lot of mainstream audiences don't usually pay attention to, you know, unless you're really into, like, cinema and followed, like, directors and stuff, most average moviegoers don't really bother to or think to look at the director or the writer or, you know, yeah, things like that. But I think with these Marvel movies... People are starting to catch on like, oh, this is the guy who did this and mm-hmm. he worked with this. So that means maybe I can expect some of his flair in this one. You know, mm-hmm. it's just it, I think it's a cool way to kind of expand the idea of what goes into making these movies and the, and the storytelling, the creativity involved.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think there's a group of people who think Doctor Strange is just fine, which I can understand, I can see where they're coming from, but I do like this director and I do like how he mixed uh, some horror elements in with almost psychedelic elements to bring the magic oh, that so Dr. Strange, exactly, <laughs> like that magic that is a part of Dr. Strange. Uh, oh yeah, I would, I would definitely so say well.
0: that the whole, I mean especially the like acid trip, like whatever, but yeah. even, you know, most of those movies, it's it's definitely one of the most like unique standout Marvel movies, I'd say, like visually. Like I, Visually, I, I can yes. remember a lot of a mm-hmm. lot of like key images from it, so yeah, I'm I'm glad to hear he's coming back. Yeah,
1: and hopefully we'll see. Um, what was uh Edgey character? Do you remember him? Hopefully we'll see uh, him back again.
0: I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't
1: Mordu, right? No, that was the big no face thing. Oh, I'm forgetting his <laughs> name too. But I loved that character, mm-hmm. so hopefully he's coming back for that as well. So. That was just nice, a nice, fun side story I thought we should talk about a bit. Yeah.
0: Uh, what do you want to talk about next? You want to talk about this upcoming Pixar movie? Yeah, speaking of Disney. Yeah, I mean, speaking of. I mean Pixar, but uh, Onward. I've actually – I didn't even know about this. I hadn't Neither heard about I. it before ahead of time because my, my focus was still on – I think they had a couple movies that they must have scrapped a while ago. One I think was Gigantic. I don't know if that was Pixar. That uh, yeah, just that been was a Disney. Pixar project. They I remember Gigantic was a movie – that was in the works for forever, but they scrapped that. And I think there's another movie called like Newt or something. Oh, um, I, yeah,
1: there's rumblings about that one. Talked about a
0: long time ago. I can only imagine that that's also scrapped. But mm-hmm. yeah, onward. Um, apparently, it's about two elf brothers who go out into the world to see if there's what was I forget the synopsis. Oh, I have the synopsis for it right here. Because they're they're voiced by Chris Pratt, mm-hmm. Tom Holland. Um, Octavia Spencer. Yes, and uh, what, who's the last? Uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Julia Louis Dreyfus.
1: Yeah, great cast, awesome cast. Uh, let me see if I can find it right here. Okay, yeah. So for its synopsis, it says that it's set in a suburban fantasy world. Disney Pixar's Onward introduces two teenage elf brothers who embark on an extra extraordinary quest to discover if there is still a little magic left out there.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. Beautiful. Um, I mean. Excuse me. Back in their heyday, Pixar—you know—is you knew every. It was just one hit after another, after mm-hmm. another, after another, and it was like they can do no wrong. Minus and, Cars Two, yeah, and then kind of <laughs> starting with Cars Two, they started. A lot of people thought kind of doing relying too much on sequels mm. and trill, you know, sequels to sequels. Yeah, that's funny. Some they- of which you know turn out amazing. You know, Toy Story Three is beautiful. Yeah, but.
1: Uh, funny that you mentioned that. I was just I just wanted to say the director from Monsters University, which was a prequel, is yeah, <laughs> is working on this um, project that isn't a sequel of any kind. So yeah, yeah no, that's the ironic. point
0: I was getting to. It's—it's. It's, I'm excited for this because, you know, um, this is kind of the start of Pixar going back to almost exclusively original stories. I forget who said it, but somebody at Disney or Pixar. Uh, basically confirmed that yeah don't worry going forward like the vast majority of our slate is going to be original stories do you think it's the new head honcho since last i'm not sure maybe i can't remember who said it but yeah i was excited to hear that back when i heard that and then this must be you know the first of these new original stories and Mm -hmm. the original stories are always usually are incredibly strong
1: yeah i mean they're They are amazing when it comes to animation. I think they're the kings of animation, that studio is. But they're also just very well done stories. Like, they give us iconic characters Mm -hmm. that we love. They know how to pick the right talent to make these characters work just
0: based on personality types. Yeah. No, there's a reason why, you know, the best, or even like, I still think the majority of Pixar movies are usually among the highest acclaimed movies at their year of release like yeah i know inside out other than the good dinosaur i think inside out might have been like the last original pixar story no coco oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. coco was also great but though inside coming out, back yeah, to all original fantastic yeah coming back to original stories um yeah inside out coco good dinosaur was a little you know it wasn't it was kind of generic it wasn't bad though okay but uh you know between those movies and like Cars 2, Cars 3, Monsters University to an extent, I liked it. I always, yeah, I, I liked it, but you know. Well, <laughs> it's not Monsters um, Inc. No. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, of, of those sequels, of this period of time, I, I definitely preferred the original stories. I liked Inside Out and Coco a lot more than I liked, um, you know, the Car- Cars 3 or Monsters University. Right. So I'm just. I'm just excited to get a, another fresh original story.
1: Yeah, totally. I'm Especially I'm, with that cast. <laughs> yeah, especially with this cast. I imagine Tom Holland and um, Chris Pratt are going to be the two elf brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Probably like an older and a younger one, yep. which I think... Uh, can work. They've already had chemistry between each other. uh, I mean, I love Chris
0: Pratt's voice acting. I know that.
1: They're all great voice Um, actors.
0: Tom Holland. What did I just see he was
1: voice acted in? Uh, Spice in Disguise. So I guess I shouldn't say Tom Holland is a great voice actor. Oh, yeah, that trailer.
0: That's what it was. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he'll be great.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he will be too. (laughs) He's a talented kid. Uh, And then Dreyfus has had... Voice acting work done before in *A Bug's Live, and Octavia Spencer has oh, yeah. worked with Disney and *Zootopia*. Yeah,
0: and Octavia Spencer is fantastic all the time. True. So yeah, I mean, all the things are lining up for this to be a, hopefully, another great Pixar, a Pixar classic.
1: Exactly, <laughs> and I can, and I cannot wait, and I really hope that that
0: happens. Yeah, especially like never hearing any of this, anything about this beforehand. Hopefully, we get some more stuff here in the near future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Totally there with you. Uh, so
0: what do you want to talk about next? Do you want me to talk about *Green Book*? Yeah, I mean, because I remember. Back, I mean, last week we were talking about how you know a lot of these supposed award season contenders just haven't come here yet. We just haven't really had a chance. But apparently, I was out of town, but apparently Green Book came here, and you were able to check it out. So I was able to check it out, and I can understand
1: the hype that Vico Mortison and Mahershala Ali are getting for this because they are fantastic in this movie.
0: Well, yeah, it seems. I mean, they looks like they are the movie. They are the
1: movie. (laughs) They. Literally, their chemistry between each other is so fantastic that every single scene, no matter if it's a lighthearted one or whether it's very uh, drama heavy, they just eat up the screenplay that they're Mm -hmm. having, which is a terrific screenplay as well. They eat it up and they just embody the screen and you just can't help but just watch (laughs) them the entire time.
0: No, I want to see it now that I know it's here. I'm glad. So uh, I'm guessing obviously all of their... Uh, best Actor Buzz, Supporting Actor Buzz is justified.
1: Yeah, it is definitely justified. <laughs> I mean, the one downside to this movie that I could say is that a little bit of the subject matter when it comes to the racial tensions that are happening in the 1960s when yeah, this film taking a place. it's heavy-handed or kind of... No, it's more that in a few moments it's a little bit cliched, and I can see some people being annoyed by that. But I think for the most part when it comes to discussing about the racial tensions happening... In the nineteen sixties, it's actually handled very smartly. Yeah. So you, when these cliches come about in the small moments, it's okay to gloss over because everything else that they're discussing about works yeah. so well.
0: And I'm sure it's one of those things where you know you got to take a step back, look at the big picture, you know, and the you can see what they're going for. Yeah. You know. Um, and obviously, this is like we've spoken a little bit about before. It's kind of I wouldn't say controversial because I don't think there's that many people who are mad at the movie but you know it's that those criticisms of you know having the movie take or play out from Vigo's character's perspective instead of uh, Mahershala Ali's character's perspective and these different things I understand all of those criticisms Mm -hmm. completely but I mean this is the movie we have yeah, and I think it's gonna do a lot more good than not so
1: I think it will too this is definitely like one of the best feel good movies of the year for sure like at the end like, there's a lot of um, dramatic stuff that will give you a, a gut punch in some moments, but at the end of it, you will oh, I'm sure end it's up like a, feeling Yeah, good it's a
0: crowd pleaser. Movie. Yeah. It's like a...
1: It's a crowd pleaser that also is being released at a good time, especially when racial tensions are oh, high once yeah, again it's here. Oh, yeah, super topical. Yeah. So I think it's a perfect time to do that, to have these conversations, but also just have a feel-good movie. And yeah, see, it's and really because of Morrison and Ali. That's what I think. I mean, so like, well.
0: they're there is no uh shortage of very hard hitting really you know brutally honest movies tackling a lot of these same themes right and you know i i just personally i don't think that every single one has i think it's okay that we have one movie that comes out that is quote unquote a little more like main or ugh, mainstream sentimental you know lighthearted yeah, kind of spoon, almost spoon feeding. You know, it's just an and easier, it's, and the, an it, it, easier experience. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, I'm sure they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm saying is, there's a huge chunk of people out there who, you know, the, the hard, the more hard hitting, probably more realistic, important approaches. You know, it's kind of a, le- a a learning curve for them. Maybe it's maybe just not for them yet, or. You know, not approachable is kind of what I'm saying. Sure, sure. I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, one movie that's like this, that's a little bit easier to ease yourself into to kind of, you know, a little more things that make it easier for you to grasp onto and relate. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's definitely what Green Book is. It's a really well-done book or, well, well well-done movie. Sorry. (laughs) I don't know where I got book from. Oh, Green Book. That's probably why. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, No, but it's very well done. It's such a feel good movie, but at the same time, it'll um, give you that gut punch awakening that I think some people kind of need in this day and <laughs> yeah. age. And these actors deserve at least recognition for what they do. They well, are fantastic. I'm, glad. Yeah, on screen. I'm super
0: excited. I know that and this will be a good segue into our last topic. But um, at the SAG Awards, I think Viggo Mortensen got another Best Actor nomination, um,
1: and I think Ali got a supporting. I have the
0: list right here in front of me. So, he would be supporting. Yep, there he is, My <laughs> Ali. Awesome. Yeah, and, and again, That's yeah, awesome. they
1: deserve this recognition for sure. Uh, yeah, and then speaking of the Sega Awards, they announced their nominees. Uh, do mm-hmm. we have uh, anything that jumps out at you or surprises you? I don't um, think we're gonna go down well, the full list. Yeah, entirely. and I'll
0: just, I'll go down the the major movie the movie ones. Yeah, we don't the have movie to go section. into the TV. Yeah. But uh, no, I don't think there's anything too surprising. I think we're kind of getting to that point where it's it's going to be pretty safe to call the. Eventual Oscar nominees, give or take one or two performances, but... Which, uh, which is funny, because a couple of weeks ago, it was all over the place, yep, but it now it's take, it, Yeah, it doesn't take long before things start falling into place. Right, right. So we have an uh, outstanding performance by a male actor in a leading role. We have uh, John David Washington for Black Klansman, again. Uh, Bradley Cooper, A Star is Born. Christian Bale for Vice. Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. And Viggo Mortensen for Green Book. Pretty much the same nominees, I think, that the... Uh, uh, Golden Globes had, right? About the same, I think it's yeah. I can go back yeah, and It might check. even be the exact same. Um, and then Best Female Actor in a Leading Role. Uh, we have Glenn Close for The Wife, Lady Gaga, A Star is Born, Emily Blunt, Mary Poppins Returns, Melissa McCarthy, Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Olivia Colman for The Favorite. Again, I want to say that's almost the exact same.
1: Yeah, minus one or two uh, differences. It's just right about there. Like, it's the top three yeah. people for the most part.
0: Um, And then supporting actor, we have Mahershala Ali for Green Book, Timothy Chalamet for Beautiful Boy, love that, Adam Driver Black Klansman, love that one too, (laughs) Richard E. Grant Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Elliott for Star Is Born, which I was happy to see in there.
1: Yeah, I still think he's, I still think Sam Elliott's the front runner, but there's some great choices in supporting actor that, you know, we've already been hearing their names come about for a while. So again, that consistency thing.
0: Oh, I actually didn't take a close enough look at this list. Uh, supporting actress, we have Emily Blunt again, but this time for *A Quiet Place*. Yes. Um, that is actually really cool. That's I mean, awesome. Yeah, I didn't mean, she was f- fantastic in that movie. Yeah. Uh, Margot Robbie for *Mary Queen of Scots*. Interesting. Um, Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz, both both for *The Favorite*, mm-hmm. and Amy Adams for *Vice*.
1: Yeah. Um, Amy Adams is not a huge surprise. Uh, neither is Stone or Weisz at this point. Nope. I can almost see both of them getting to Oscars now. Oh, I think in the absolutely. Same category. Uh,
0: yeah. No, I'm just excited that Emily Blunt quiet place. I that was, that's surprising. That's cool.
1: Yeah. Not only does she get that, but also Mary Poppins from earlier. So <laughs> she's so talented. Like that's, mm-hmm. she's so talented. I almost feel like once Mary Poppins finally lands in theaters, people really start to realize how truly wonderful of an actress she is. Yeah. I mean, like I always feel like she's been under the I radar and everything. Yeah everything um, I've, I've seen too so
0: i just rewatched sicario again recently she's oh, so, so good. good
1: in that i missed her in sicario too
0: um yeah i know and then finally the outstanding performance by a cast which is you know, i guess you could say is kind of like the best picture of the sag awards um yeah is uh, a, a star is born black klansman bohemian rhapsody crazy rich asians and black panther a lot pretty much all uh pretty mainstream kind of major studio releases. Black Klansman was focused, yeah. but, you know, it, it went pretty wide.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised that Bohemian Rhapsody is in this category. Don't get me wrong. Everyone is yeah. fantastic. But if I were to look back at some other films this year, I could probably think of a few others I would take over yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah,
0: for sure. Um, but, you know, whatever. It's cool. You know, Black, Black Panther's there. Yeah. Can't Black really Klansman argue with great. that. Black Klansman, of course. Everybody was great in that. Same with The Stars Born.
1: I mean, the, besides um, Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga, and Sam Elliott, I can't really think of any others that really rounded out the cast.
0: Yeah, I mean. But again in terms like, of like major characters there weren't really I feel like the story is mostly about those three. Yeah. There's some supporting characters, you know, and some one-off scenes, you know, like Dave Chappelle and the record deal guy. Right. But
1: but I think it's like you said it's almost the equivalent of the best picture yeah, category. Yeah, I mean when you have
0: when you, when you have a movie who's has nominations for best actor, best actress and best supporting actor, you kind of have to give that's it. That's a good point. a best cast nomination.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think of that. Um but no, I mean, this. I mean, overall, the list is good, um, really good. But Bohemian Rhapsody, I think, is the odd duck of the group. Yeah, but, I, I would agree. I don't know. For some other people, I think they really like that choice.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, again, kind of nothing too crazy out of the ordinary from what we've seen in the other nominees. Uh, mostly, I'm just using this to even more ev- or narrow down the Oscar predictions even more. Um, yeah, I'm just ready for Oscars now at this point. Yeah, I can't I can't remember when they're I think the nominees are not announced until like the first or second week of January or something. That sounds about right. So it's right. probably still
1: a ways off, but Yeah. But anyway, um SAG Awards are going to be live on TNT and TBS on January 27th. Uh we have a checklist for the Sega Award nominees that you can download now on our site silverscreeninsider.com. You can make your picks then and then uh you can see how many of the winners you got correct.
0: I mean, that's a that's a uh, ritual in my house Everybody <laughs> will fill out their own list And then see who knows who knows the industry the best
1: Yeah exactly And then on top of that We also have the trailer for Avengers uh, Endgame That's available on our site as well uh, On top of that we have our Green Book Review That you can check out Plus we have all sorts of movie information on their site We are constantly updating So please check that out uh, Share it with your friends as well uh, Spread the good word about our site And I think overall that's all we got for today's podcast yeah
0: nice short and well i don't know how short it was we always struggle with that we always say that it's I short i think, I think we're not. to the point so. that's
1: what i think too and that's the that's the point of all this yeah. get to the point <laughs> i don't
0: <laughs> that's, know i mean i don't yeah. know what
1: that means <laughs> get in say your stuff and get out all right so we'll be back on friday hopefully with cody let's hope she gets better <laughs> hopefully and we'll see you all next or, well, we won't see you but hopefully <laughs> you'll you hear us next time we will talk to you again on friday all right take care bye